Welcome to the Casually Normies podcast, a chit-chat where we dive into the real-life stories of young adults in the middle of their adulting journey. I'm your host, Karim Azideni, head of the content at Casually Normies. You won't hear anyone famous on these podcast episodes. Instead, you'll hear everyday normal people just like you share personal stories about their growth, how it has impacted them, and the things they've learned along the way. Grab yourself a drink and let our talk settle in. Welcome back, normies. You develop smart, ambitious business plans. You stay ready to leverage each opportunity to push forward. And then a crisis like COVID-19 hits you hard like a train and everything changes overnight. These are the times when clarifying your strategy is vital for your business. Not just to survive the crisis, but to thrive once it's over. We're discussing with Lillian Sue, a publicist, copywriter, and sale advisor, um, the strategies that will boost your ability to assess and respond to the new circumstances. Thank you, Lillian, for joining um, this episode from our show of Casually Normies podcast. Um, I just want to start with one question, like, uh, speaking of this crisis of COVID-19, um, the demand must have been shifted to which means um, the goals must of our businesses must shift as well. What can we do to make our current business strategy evolve to the new demand? Well, um, as you know, depending on which country you're based in, certainly the requirements for a lot of bricks and mortar businesses have changed. Uh, within the last five to six months is transitioning to an online strategy. So when you're looking at transitioning to an online strategy, it's about much more than just building a website and hoping that customers will come. Um, at the very least, you should develop a strategy that not only includes an e-commerce website, but incorporates things like an Instagram store, a Facebook store, and even a uh, Twitter account, if you have one, to help drive traffic back to your website in order to increase sales. On top of that, you should have an, an e-newsletter strategy. What do you want customers to know about your business in terms of how you've transitioned online? And um, things answering questions about what shipping times you're gonna be like, or how you're going to manage things like deliveries and things like that. So it's really about for people who have just had a plain bricks and mortar business, learning how to transition online. And for people who have had an online business up until this point, learning how to ramp up their capabilities. So looking at things like increasing the number of fulfillment orders for physical products delivery times you have available so that customers don't have to wait as long for their groceries, just things like that to sort of evolve to the fact that a lot of your customers are A, going to be shopping online and B, also going to be home a lot, quite a bit. Yeah, right. So we know with COVID crisis, not only the people's budget changed, but also their availability, priorities and perspectives as well, which can affect our business plans to grow. What can we keep how can we keep this communication fluently and reminding our clients or potential clients that we are still there? 
Well, in the beginning of the pandemic, I saw a lot of messaging surrounding um, the fact that we're all in this together, right? And that we're going to get through this together and that the businesses are still here for you together. Um, because so much of that messaging is really prevalent, I almost feel like something more subtle would work better if you are um, still posting on social media and talking about your new discounts or new products coming in, if you're mm -hmm. still sending an e-newsletter. One of the best campaigns I actually saw was from a tea shop on Facebook that said, no need to wait in three-hour lineups to get tea because you could just order it online from them instead mm -hmm. of having to do the whole, you know, waiting in lines with masks on and being checked into the grocery store. So something more subtle like that actually would, I think, is messaging that would land better because um, sometimes what I've noticed is the messaging of we're all in this together. There can sometimes be a misnomer in regards to that because depending on what industry you're in, what country you're living in, uh, even what city you're living in, how you're this, experiencing this situation can be really different. So my advice to small businesses and solopreneurs who want to keep communication open with their clients and potential customers in that is to just let them know that you're still open for business. Yeah. Keep them informed of like if your hours change or you know if say you're a counselor and you're offering online services now which is a change as opposed to in person or telephone services that sort of thing i feel like that goes a lot that goes much farther than just saying hey we're in all we're in this together um yeah, i think it true. means a lot more to people to know what exactly are you doing differently during all this Yes, I totally agree. Like we see during this time, large businesses going also for citizenship actions, like raising funds for people in the front line, food banks or so, like which is clearly is boosting their sales and image. Uh, can we as small business uh, like adopt this kind of strategies? Like, is it affordable? I think the mistake a lot of businesses and entrepreneurs make is thinking that you absolutely have to create a campaign where you do donate, you know, twenty to thirty thousand dollars worth to a food bank or, you know, to the frontline workers at your nearby hospital. You absolutely can still make an impact uh, even if you are doing something on a smaller scale. Over and over again, I've seen smaller businesses say you know i'm releasing a particular product right now and five dollars of every sale goes to support this charity or goes to support this foundation myself i actually worked as a copywriter developing copy for a website for a gift box service and the gift box service is a bunch of different boxes that are themed depending on whether it's for date night or for self-care or for the special guy in your life, things like that. And $5 of the, from every sale of every box goes to support frontline workers, goes to support different charity organizations, you know, something like that, even if it looks small, it can really add up, you know, so that definitely shouldn't deter any brands or any entrepreneurs out there from, from donating, even a little bit can go a long way. 
Yeah, I see. So now that I know, I know that during this pandemic, business owners are focusing on increasing their sales that are like going down dramatically. Um, should we go for a long or short term uh, sales during uh, a recession or a crisis like COVID-19? Absolutely a long-term sales goal during a, a recession or, or what we're dealing with with the pandemic right now. And the reason why you should be looking more long-term is because this situation will not last forever. Mm -hmm. If you have a bricks and mortar presence, you will get customers back to your bricks and mortar presence. If you are just slowly starting online sales with a couple of different products, the more people buy your products, the more they're, the more they're going to want from you. And if you're looking at running different sales campaigns right now in regards to how much money you should be uh, sending, spending on things like online advertising, right now is really the time to figure out how to use your marketing dollars strategically. Uh, because we are in an unprecedented time. There are a lot of people that are currently struggling to manage their marketing, their online strategy and their online presence. And it's a time to not pull away from using advertising dollars, but learn how to use them strategically before you might have had a thousand dollars for an ad campaign. Now you have half that. And you really have to think strategically about how you want to spend it, where you want to spend it, and also where your target audience is. If your target audience, for example, isn't on Instagram, there's no point in you spending money on Instagram ads because that's not going to go anywhere. Yeah, true. Like, and there's also like a saying that like says like in good times, you should advertise in bad times. You must advertise like. What do you think about this? It comes back to, you know, if everybody's going through exactly the same situation and business wise, whether you are big or small, certainly everybody's been impacted by the pandemic. The people that get ahead are the people that are willing to advertise, not, be, not necessarily because they have a lot of money to spend in advertising, but because they understand that they're target audiences their priorities have shifted if people are going to be home a lot if they're going to be online a lot and in front of their computers a lot that's where we should be the worst thing you could do in bad times is to not get out there at all because no one's going to be able to find you otherwise and i think that's a mistake that businesses make a lot because they are afraid they want to tighten the purse strings because they don't want to be spending that money on something that they're afraid might not work. But there are definitely strategic ways, as I said before, to utilize those advertising dollars and really get down to uh, the bedrock of where your audience is spending their time. If they are doing a lot more uh, emails, you know, they're looking at their emails a lot more. Maybe you want to spend more time uh, putting promotions into your e-newsletters and ramping up your email campaigns. If they're spending a lot more time listening to podcasts, as an example, as, as you know, as you and I are talking here, yeah. you might want to consider uh, partnering up with a, a podcast that aligns with your business and sponsoring some advertising. You know, you, 
it's definitely not so much about not spending, but being smarter about how and where you spend. True. Like now we know that the most important and challenging thing for any startup or small company is to stand out from the crowd. What can you tell our listeners who want to grow their businesses and are thinking about starting a startup or a small business? Absolutely. The first step you should do when it comes to anything, whether you are launching something, whether you are looking to scale up and grow something, is to do your research. Mm -hmm. Do your research to see, um, particularly if you are going into an industry that already has players in it, whether it's retail, whether it's food and beverage, whatever it is, look at what they've been doing and what has worked for them and see how you can do something similar, but maybe not to the same scale. If you have to scale back and work with just relying on yourself for the time being, look at how you can uh, scale back something that say a major restaurant company is doing for now and how to make that grow in your own way. Absolutely do your research. And the second part is develop a strategy. Uh, in, in a case like this, I would absolutely recommend talking to a marketing strategist such as myself to develop a strategy on uh, what the brand persona is in terms of the, your brand persona and also what the personas are of your ideal customers. Once you have an idea of what, where your ideal, who your ideal customer is, you're going to know where you can find them and that's going to help you tailor your marketing strategy to reach them that much easier. That's it for this episode from Casually Normies. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Casually Normies and if you wish to be featured on future episodes of the podcast, just click on the link in the show notes to submit your application.